Hello sports fans and welcome to this week's episode of Pop Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to chat about rugby league. My name is Adam and I still know very little about football, so I'm joined like always with my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? G'day fellas, this is going to be a painful one. Nah, I'll be alright no, mate, come on. And... I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not quite over what happened last week yet, but we'll get there. I mean, I did watch a bit of that game, and yeah, uh, yeah, I only, I only watched a bit like, of it too. Thursday or Friday? Don't oh. worry about it. Oh. Uh, Phantom, how are you, mate? I love rugby league. Greatest game ever. Uh huh. Ripping and a tearing. Come on, let's get into it. Uh, Panthers and Rabbitohs, uh, first game from round 23. Yeah, uh, good. Smokes, I'm guessing you watched good this Good game, one. good game. And the only game this round where I actually was happy with the result uh, <laughs> because the rest of the round was terrible for me. Uh, but no, really, um, quite, an, quite a fun, exciting game to watch. I think Souths had so much momentum and made more line breaks and created more chances than Penrith, but they just couldn't, not, like... Land the killer blow, the knockout blow, and like, Penrith just a habit of winning. I guess were able to uh, just um, stick with them, and and when they got their chances, they took them. And uh, their goal kicking was a little bit sharper, which is why they won by four points. And they wrapped up the minor premiership as well. So that's um, quite an impressive effort to do that with two rounds to spare. Yeah, Phantom. Any thoughts? Yeah, it's about right. I don't know. Rabbitohs were just. Everyone's riding the rabbit off, like, giving him a fair bit of sticking, giving that Jackson Paulo a bit of grief. Like, he fucked up a, quite a bit and probably should have won yeah, him the game. But at the end of the day, it, it came down to just tackle Liam Martin in the last 20 seconds. So it was unfortunate for the rabbit It was unfortunate for me because I tipped the rabbit But, yeah, it's... um. It, it was still it's Their completion still rate ruined it for them. Yeah. I still, their completion rate killed I still it think them. the rabbit are going to come pretty strong or stronger than what they are towards the end of the year. But well, this week is such a huge game yeah. for them. It's such a massive game for them. It, there, there's a massive game for lots of teams this yeah, week. It's going to be a very... I think it's the most important round of the season, this one. I think it, it's going to tell a lot. Yep. All right. Uh, and then moving on to Friday night games, we've got Cowboys absolutely smashing Shock. New Zealand. Yep. I guess that's <laughs> to be expected. They though. sure did. Um, I guess the big thing to come in... I mean, obviously, the Cowboys back into some winning form, which is good for them, but... Yeah, big thing that did and popped a nut. That's the big thing, isn't it? He, um, you know, ruptured Berry, and uh, he'll be out for at least one or two games. Man, um, I've had, I don't really know what recovery like when, time is. Like when you get flicked in the nut, it stings for hours. Imagine the prick rupturing. Like, ruptured. Well, he ruptured it and finished the game. Yeah, it's not like he popped it. It's almost like having a fucking hernia on your nut. Ugh. Oh, my well, God. Yeah. It's it's it didn't it doesn't sound pleasant. No, but uh, no. Look, they they won, and and uh, Jeremiah Nanai keeps scoring tries, and really like what Scott Drinkwater has got, done for that team this year. He's been such a such a had such a standout season at fullback for them. He's he adds all the a lot of their spark, whereas the, the halves sort of control things really well, and he chimes in and, and does some really really nice work. And he's he's into the halves this week to cover for Dearden, and they get to bring the hammer. Hamaso Tabuai Fido at fullback, so it's not it's a it's a pretty handy replacement to be able to drop in when you lose one of your halves, isn't it? So um, plenty of good depth there at the Cowboys. There, yeah. Let's talk about the next one. Phantom, Phantom. Uh, let's talk about it. Broncos versus Storm. Your thoughts, mate? Yeefkin ha! How the mighty have fallen. You just had that little glimmer of hope, and it's all getting washed away. 
That's all I have to say. That that's that's your summation of the game, is it? Oh, the Broncos are dogs. Sorry, the Broncos are dogs. Still needed a win, mate. Um, and that's your summation of the game. Oh, okay, I could I could continue. Here's here's my. I take could on. tell first in all, the first minute the Broncos weren't in it. I couldn't actually. The first five to ten minutes we actually weren't too bad. Um, I liked what we did in that first set, doing a real attacking sort of play with that kick on second tackle. After that, there wasn't much to write home about. Here's the first thing I'll say about this. I'll never again in my life tip the Broncos <laughs> to defeat the Melbourne Storm in a game of football. You can't do that. Until, until we get over this psychological hold that they have over us. I don't know what it is. I don't care what anyone says. The Melbourne Storm are not a 48-point better team than the Brisbane Broncos. But every time they play us, we go to shit and they go to the next level. They have this psychological hold over us, and we just cannot... Sharks out on the roosters for years as well. Not to this extent. We have not defeated the Melbourne Storm at our own home ground since 2009. They have won 12 consecutive really? games against us at Suncorp Stadium. The average, the average scoreline before Friday night at, in games at Suncorp in that period, since we haven't beaten them... Is 34 to 11 is the average scoreline in favour of Melbourne. It blows out even more now because of that result. It is a bit of a bollocking. So, for whatever reason, we just do not combat them very well. We haven't beaten them anywhere in the country since 2016. So that's six years, and it'll go into seven years because we won't play them again this year. Heaven forbid. <laughs> God, because if we, if we do, that, that will be our season over. Um, <clears throat> in terms of the performance itself, it was absolutely disgusting. There was nothing, nothing to salvage out of that performance with the possible small exception of once again, Corey Oates had a very, very good game for the Broncos. Uh, he, they, they tried kicking him, cause, not because of a weakness in Corey Oates, but they wanted to try and take advantage of Xavier Coates' leaping ability. Corey Oates handled that fine. Uh, he also was rewarded with a try in the second half. Uh, but other than that, the, the performance was disgusting. And there's a few guys in that team... They named the team yesterday and pretty much named the same 17 with the exception of one player. Thankfully, another two have since been with, uh, pulled out of that team who should not be there. Thank Christ they have, not, uh, they have been withdrawn. Um, look, the Storm, you know, they, they just did what they had to do. They played against a very mediocre team. They piled on the points. And I, they're back in form. And I think they are now looking like Penrith's biggest danger. God, I love your, I can love your passion. That's great. I do. Look, I, I guess what I would say as well is that people look at this going, oh, like, and, and I've seen it from a lot of Broncos fans too, really, really shit can in the club as a whole. It's like, ah, oh, oh, it's just going back to shit like it was a couple of years ago. Blah, blah. I said, well, hang on, there's a couple of things to factor in here. One, we're still equal sixth on the ladder, mm. okay? We've won 13 games out of 24. Last year and the year before combined, we only won 10 in total. So regardless of how this season finishes, it's a huge improvement. And the club should be congratulated for that. Secondly, it cannot be understated what a huge loss Patrick Carrigan is to that team. Mm. He adds so much in terms of leadership. He adds so much in terms of go forward, in terms of organising the defensive line, and in terms of taking pressure off Adam Reynolds to be that link man. A bit similar to what... Isaiah Yeo does for the Panthers. Is he back this week? Um, he, he does a very similar... Ro- no, he's back uh, the following week. He's mm. back in the final round before the final. So he, he plays a similar role to Isaiah Yeo now and being that link man, that, that additional ball player in the middle of the ruck. And we miss him so badly. It's, it's 
ridiculous how much we miss him. So there's a few factors there. Uh, the other thing too is we've got a, quite a young team who are playing, a lot of those players are playing their first real full year of first grade. And, and as you would, have, you would have noticed last year, principal with the Roosters, they started to die off towards the end of last season because they had to play so many guys that were very young yeah. and they started to struggle at the back end. And they didn't have match fitness. And I think Brisbane is, Brisbane is suffering a little bit from that now. We'll see what happens. I think they'll still, they'll, I still think they'll make the eight, but you know whether they can go much further than that, I'm not really sure. Yeah, they'll make the eight, but yeah, they'll probably get knocked out the first week. Good of chance finals. that they. Anyway, will. moving on. Uh, Eels smashed. The oh yeah, and they're hitting form just in time to play. Oh, us. Yep. I had a feeling, Parra, we're going to time it. I had a feeling. I could feel it in my waters. Oh, but mind you, it was just the, bull- just the Bulldogs. Lose. Yeah, that's true. It was the Dogs. They're not my... And yeah. they're just likely yeah. to come out and lose this week because they're up one week, they're down the next. Yeah, and, and, and Parramatta is... Well, when, when they get on a roll, they can pile on points very quickly. They've got a couple of freaky tries. Like the one where Moses kicked towards the post and, and Dylan Brown just ran through and then sort of soccer-toted ahead. Um, that was some neat school. But are you going to get those opportunities against the best teams? Probably, Probably not. not. Um, but, you know, they... you know. It's, Good win. It gave them a good four and against boost, so they've, they've moved up the ladder to fifth. So, And then in another not surprising mm. result, uh, Sharks beat the Sea Eagles. Sharks are looking sexy. Yeah, Sharks is a sort of ticking along, aren't they? I mean, they're not... Um, no one's really talking about them, but yeah. they're third, and they're a huge chance of pinching second because the Cowboys have got two pretty tough games I just don't think people up. know what to expect from the Sharks. They can see moments of greatness, then some weeks they just do what they need to do. They're just kind of coasting along, but they're winning games and they're going to either be fucking second or third. Like, they're... But yeah, no, look, they're, but no one's, they're a good team. But no one's shitting themselves if they've got to play them at the same time. I think someone... I think, think everyone needs to remember, too, it was only a month ago they took on Penrith when Penrith pretty much had their full-strength team. They led them 10-0. Mm. And it was only, like, in the last two or three minutes, I think Penrith got to try to push the lead out to eight or ten points. Yeah. So... They pushed Penrith all the way when, and I, you know, Penrith had pretty much their full team. They had both the halves were still there. Fisher Harris was playing, so they're they're a good team. Uh, wasn't that long ago they gave Melbourne a flogging? They've beaten the Cowboys this year as well, so they've they've got some good scouts under their belt. But yeah, no one's really talking about them. But yeah, they'll be tough. Look, I don't think they'll win it. I think you know they'll they'll push hard though. They're, they're not going to be an easy beat. That might be the grand final. You never Thanks know. for your expert synopsis there. All right, uh, moving on. Oh, Phantom. Oh. Can we skip this game? Because the Tigers clearly did. Because the Tigers that's clearly didn't show up. That's a huge result. Roosters 72, yeah, the, West The Tigers were there to play, that's and we incredible. just intimidated them, rattled them, and just f***ing steam. It got to that point. Like, we've done this before where we'll plant 30 on a team in the first half and then get, like, one try in the second. And you always get those moments where you're like, we're almost a try a minute. Imagine if it kept going. And this time it just kept going. But... Also, not to take anything away from the Roosters, like they attacked well, they just didn't let up, which was good to see. But there was a, a point where the Tigers were just heads were down and fuck it, they were done. They were done for they the year. No answers. No, no answers. And look, I think I think even their try wasn't it, it was um, often, picking up a loose ball. Uh, it was often intercepted. And even then, it was just we're at that point. Is, Tedesco yeah. was throwing the ball around, trying to be creative. Naden read it and got it. I would have loved to have kept him to to zero, but I don't look as a Roosters fan. It's good to see that. Their attack's starting to get some good strike. They'll get confidence from it. The problem is, though, you win a game like that, you're beaming. We've got to fucking play the storm. 
Like, we're not going to put 72 fucking points on them. I was going to say, I don't know if it's the best preparation for going down to Melbourne and playing. And I know that Melbourne had a, a similar yeah. scoreline in their victory, but let's face it, it was up against a much better team. Yeah, so, the, I don't know, like, Kiri's starting to look pretty solid, man. Like, he's striking well, he's yeah. running well, he's not getting injured. Like, everyone, like, the timing is good. Look, we've still got it in us to fucking lose the next two games and not make the finals. But... It's I'm I'm feeling. See, but what you've got in your favour, you have a huge, huge four and against. No, but if we boost. if we lose the next two and Canberra win the next two, then yeah. But you know what? Yeah, I know. I, I, I wouldn't know. be so sure about the Raiders yet, and I'll discuss that. No, later. like I'm but, I'm not um, sure. I'm not sure. I'm yeah, not. I'm not sure about them, but there's still a, we're not we're not locked into the eight. So you're not I'm home. Still you're not home. Look, the thing off. is, those 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 positions six, seven, and eight. Um, look, they, they all have the potential to win their last two and lose their last two. Mm. That's the thing. So, look, I, I think... Actually, well, we'll, we'll get it. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a really, we'll really interesting it. weekend yeah. of footy. All right. And then I think in the Hoot has department, uh, Dragons nah, beat ben the Hunt Titans. Ben Hunt beat the Titans. Ben Hunt beat the Titans. Ben Hunt again? <laughs> the Dragons. But I'll tell you what, yeah, tell well, you what was cool. interesting about this, and I, I didn't watch much of this game, but... I sort of I was hanging up some washing and I put the um put the iPad on so I could watch it while I was doing that, and it was when the Titans scored to make it um so, so they were only down thirty to twenty six, and then the Dragons had the player sent off the next set. And I thought oh there's fifteen twenty minutes to go and they've only they're only down by two or four points or whatever the Titans will roll this in now. I don't think they scored another point, mm. and then the Dragons just took control of the game from there. So that's a really bad miss from the Titans. It just goes to show that they're just a really Ordinary team, but um, and you know, as you said, Ben Hunt, um, fantastic again. I mean, he just he he is their heart and soul. And then last game for round twenty three, Knights losing. Did it to piss you off because races. it just Prince it, you it still pissed run me a off chance for two reasons. Of fucking it pissed me out. off for two reasons. Pissed me off too. I look up the score at half time, twenty two to eight, Newcastle. Oh, you beauty! If Canberra lose this, and the Broncos are in the finals, doesn't matter what happens the last two rounds. Uh, I thought, oh, so I'll start watching it now. About 30 seconds after I switched it on, Canberra scored a try. Two minutes later, they scored again. I go, ah, for f***'s sake. Not only that, but we missed our multi by one option in this game. So not only did, not only could Newcastle not come up with the win, we didn't even get the bloody multi up. Because I had Braley, and you you put in Whiten and Whitehead. And that big, thick, dumb Britishman couldn't even get a try. Against the Knights. Yeah. Yep. You know what pissed me yep. off about one of my multis? Is, and if is the game... And if you had decent goal kicking, they would have won too. Just... They missed like four conversions in the first half. You know what pisses me off about a multi I had on the Roosters? I had Suwali down for a double. A fucking double. The game we get 12 fucking tries and win by 72 fucking points. Suwali doesn't even get one fucking try. I had Nat Butcher down for any time try scorer. Not fucking four time try scorer. Well, and here's the thing. I, I said uh, Connor Watson for one try in that game. He said, no, nah, make it interesting. I said, fine. Make it two or more. He gets the one. And they, thought and they get. can take him off. Man, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, just, it's like they know. It's like they know we've had these bets. Don't. You know? Just don't fucking gamble, Seth kids. Except we're not rich. Yeah. That's it. Gamble. Gamble. Gamble responsible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or just don't gamble. Either way. Anyway, uh, after round twenty-three, Smokes and myself uh, got six out of eight, and Principal and Phantom got five. Mm. Out I would have got seven eight, if so... I tipped with my okay. head, not my heart. I never yeah, thought we were going to well, win that game. Know. I didn't think we'd lose by that, but I never thought we were going to win. You always got to tip it. You always got to back Smokes. your own team, no matter what. 
No, well, we'll see on these tips this week. Smokes, you're doing all right, though, yeah. mate. You saw the lead. You're on 126, mm. I'm on 125, and then Phantom's on yeah. 116, and Principal on 114. Poor old Principal. So, uh, yeah, good old Principal. <laughs> he's, uh, he's had a last hard last couple of weeks, but, you know, he's still... He's hard still last couple of years. Um, I have <laughs> yeah, well, almost there, Ricky. You're almost all there. right. Uh, well, we'll get into some news headlines. The first couple of stories are all about bloody what's the name? Latrell. Um, yep. Latrell Mitchell. Latrell. Uh, so there's some fury over Latrell and Wayne Bennett and oh, the Dolphins. Yeah. It's just you know what you know what pisses me off about Wayne Bennett. He still thinks it's fucking 2001, and he's fucking king shit turd hill, and he can go out there and say, "Oh yeah, no, we're fucking interested in Latrell." Well, fuck Good on you. There is no fucking way they're going to get Latrell Mitchell out of South. Like, no fucking yeah, way. It's a, it's and he does a, all these little... But it's, he's not that smart. Everyone knows his fucking games. He does this shit. And then everyone calls me out for it saying, yeah, he's saying that to do that. Like, to, to lure Munster in. Like, everyone knows what Doesn't everyone mean. knows what he's doing. It's, and it's like, oh, okay. Wayne's missed the spotlight for a fucking couple of weeks. Let's go and say something. I just... I don't know. It just... It annoys me. And... He likes stirring the pot. He likes stirring the pot. Look, I guess the thing is, he's not doing anything wrong. I mean, he's just saying, oh, yeah, well, if we can't get Cameron Munster, we'll, uh, we'll have a look at Latrell. Fair enough. Fair game. Or fair in love and war. And Look, they're not, you're right. They're not going to get Latrell Mitchell. Um, I, they're obviously well in the, in the game for getting Cameron Munster. Um, what do they do if they don't get Munster? Who knows? I mean, I don't, I don't know who else is off. I mean, is Mitchell Moses is off at a similar time? They might make a play for him. I don't know. I don't think they'd have to offer him as much money as these two. But, uh, look, he'll get someone eventually. It's just a matter of who. Someone will bite. Someone will go, shit, that's a lot of money to turn away. So he'll get someone. I think in the end with, with Munster, it's going to come down to how close Melbourne can get to. Because Melbourne won't get the same amount of dollars as, as the Dolphins yeah. will for him. Uh, it's a matter of how close they can get. Yep. If they can get fairly close, he'll probably stay just because he knows their system so well. But if um, if there's a decent gap between the salary, he'll 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 take the money and go back to Brisbane. Continuing on with Latrell, uh, he calls himself the entertainer. I think what he said, I didn't hear the whole thing, is that he gets fired up and he does put on a bit of a spectacle. Spectacle. He's like, well, we're all entertainers and we kind of should be doing it, which I get. Don't totally agree with it, but you. It's not in everyone's personality nah. to. To ham it up like he does, yeah. and, and look, but you do like fine. you do some, like some to see like you do like to, like when they're part of your own team and like, well, like when when mix. Latrell Mitchell was a rooster and he, you know, I still remember in the grand final getting a, a try and looking over at Slater and serving him up, and at the time thinking, "Fucking don't do that because if they beat you, they'll fucking let you know." But then when we won, I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Like get in and fire up. Yeah, win. Look, look. It's I. I think it, it, it suits certain personalities. Like for example, with the Broncos. I. I love. Um, even though he's not the most talented player on the team, and for some reason he can't get a start the seventeenth. I mean, it's Tyson Gamble. I, I love watching him play because Gamble. And but here's the point. Here's the point. Because if he was playing for you, you'd love what he does. I disagree with that. That's a load of bullshit. Because you just said you love Latrell Mitchell doing the same sort of shit, and he's a far bigger layer than what. No, because when he he was he was. Respectful when he was at the Roosters. No, he wasn't. South have just let him no, off the chain. No, you just said when he was at the Roosters, he was taking the piss out of one of the greatest players to ever play the game. It wasn't that night? In a, in a, in a, in a disrespectful manner. But you loved watching it because he played for your team. Like I said, 
Tyson Gamble gets up in the face of people, and if, if someone makes a mistake in front of him, he starts applauding in their face and revving up revving up his it's team. The I mean, there's certain personalities within a team that that, that 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 plays towards, and there's certain personalities that aren't like that. So, for example, Darren Lockyer didn't have that in his game. And he's still, the, from, in my opinion, the best player I've ever seen play. <laughs> Imagine Lockyer getting... Get in there, you fucking dog. Get in there. Hey, Giref. Yeah, anyway. Well, speaking of uh, talking to refs, uh, that brings us beautifully onto our next article. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, the West Tigers skipper here, James. <laughs> Let's not correct him. That way he can't edit it. Let's not. Oh, yeah, that's his wow. name. We're going to call him that so he can't oh. edit it. But then he what? He got a week let's off. Just call him, let's just call him Jimmy for the rest of this so he can't. Because yeah. every time he gets a name wrong, he edits yeah, it out. Yeah. He can't do oh, it this time. Fucking Jimmy Tamu. <laughs> Jimmy Tamu. <Tamotu. laughs> I don't know. Sorry, Jimmy. I don't know how to pronounce Look, your last uh, name. Mr. James, captain of the West Tigers. Uh, yeah, he certainly um, he certainly told the ref what he thought at the end, and he was very remorseful and apologetic. What I would say is I think it's an absolute feat of crap that he got this downgrade. I don't care how nice a guy he is, what what his record's like. Brandon Smith did something similar earlier this year, and he got about three weeks for Four. it. So how, how is James Tamau only getting one game? So the, the issue with this is that, like, I understand both sides of it, I do, but when... We keep pleading for fucking black and white rules with this type of stuff, and then we throw in a grey. Yeah, it does. Like, I, well, look, I, and, don't and, get me wrong. The yeah. guy's done enough. So, the difference I think is he didn't call the ref a cheat. He just said he was shit at his job. So that's one thing. But then the guy, he probably does have. Well, he might probably. He's got a squeaky clean record. I think it's almost like you do need to put a bit of emotion into it if he's not getting signed for next year. He's played over 300 games. Downgrade it for a week. But the problem is they've set the precedent now. So now it's a week for well, everyone else. Yeah, but essentially he's got a week because oh, he's a good guy and we want him to get one more game. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll throw one at you. Pat Carrigan gets four weeks for an accident. And that has pretty much derailed our chance of making the top four and maybe making the top eight. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Well, look, everyone says, yeah, everyone but, says he's the nicest guy in rugby league. Except Jackson, Jackson so, so why, why, does, <laughs> why doesn't why doesn't he get the nice guy discount and only get a two week ban? I don't disagree. That, that you can't apply. You Look, can't they apply did, the they nice did, guy bull. They did it's, the same you thing. Do the wrong thing. You serve the time. They did the same thing with Slater in the grand final on the shoulder charge. And maybe maybe that is the case. And because it was his last game, they they let him off. It's it's oh, crap. It's, because Slater was this nice guy boys for the it's NRL. Just, it's very simple. It's you do the wrong thing, you serve the time. Didn't fucking help him though. Yeah, we still towed him up in the grand final. Oh. All right, all right. And I can't think, wait until uh, Melbourne thunk you on Friday. God, I'm going to love next week's episode. Still beat him in a grand final. No, oh, all right. Come on. Uh, moving on. Andrew Fafita's selfless act revealed amid claims sharks tapped him on the shoulder. What was his plan? Uh, nah. Basically, because he's he's, ret- he's been told by the the sharks basically that they won't be resigning him and and. And, and whatnot, and it's their last game at Shark Park this year because even if they get a home semi, they don't get to play it at Shark Park because the capacity stadium isn't big enough to host a finals match. So uh, Craig Fitzgibbon offered him the opportunity to actually start the match and wear either the number eight or number 10 jersey because that's where he played most of his career for them. But he knocked it back and said, well, no, that's not my job in the team anymore. You need to use these other guys who have been doing it all year and I'll keep playing my role off the bench. Now, 
it does show a, a bit of maturity from him because look, and Phantom, you know my thoughts on this guy. I have never liked him. I think yeah, he's a I think, wanker. I've, I think he's a dickhead. But I feel like Fafita's just done too. too much damage over time. It's like. Oh, his body's running running out. And no, no, he's I, mean, said, like, I mean he's done too much damage to his oh, image sorry. over time. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. cool. Like, what, did you fucking do that and run straight to the media to make sure they knew? Like, it's just, okay. Oh, I don't think he did. I think, because um, he didn't say that to the media. That's just a story that some, one of yeah, the Yeah, but what I'm saying is they just, they, they leak it and all that shit. It's just, yeah, okay, cool, you did that, but... You've done a whole heap of other shit. Uh, then our last story here, Kevy reveals Star Shock request after Broncos training mystery. Yeah, this is interesting. It got, got revealed earlier today that um, Selwyn Cobbo has withdrawn from the match on Thursday against the Eels. And when Kevy was asked about it at, at, the, at the end of training, he said, oh, because he said Selwyn came to me and said he's feeling a bit fatigued and he's not quite right, so we're going to give him the week off and, and he should be right to go next week. I, I find... Look, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, he was out there because with the Broncos training, the, the guys who are, bit, who are going to be in the, the 17 will wear the maroon-coloured shirts and the guys who are in the reserves list for that week will wear the yellow-coloured shirts. Now, he was out training in a yellow-coloured shirt. So the reason the media asked him is they're like, oh, has he been dropped? He said, no, he hasn't been dropped. He, he requested to have a, a week off because he's feeling fatigued. He hasn't recovered from that origin injury, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if there's truth to that or if Kevy's just trying to protect him and he has actually dropped him for a week. Probably. I'm not really sure. What it, do you reckon? I mean, do well, you think this comes, is just him trying nah, to protect because, a 19-year-old? Because yeah, the narrative totally changes if he comes out and says, that it, he, yeah, I dropped him because we want his performance to be better and we want to challenge him. Like Then he is going to cop a mountain of fucking heat about being dropped mm. and, and everything like that, and it's going to be yeah. all like, like yeah, that's going all going to from origin to being dropped like, pe- in the space of a month. Can still yeah. speculate, but and, and it, they might go, yeah. "Well, he's been playing all right. Why he dropped him? Oh, he's got a shit out." You don't know what it is, but it's yeah. not that he's. And look, look, it, it may be a case of look. I think that the truth might be somewhere in between. I don't think that Selwyn has probably gone to to Kevy and said, "Rest me for a week. I'm feeling fatigued." I reckon Kevy's probably said to him, "You know what?" We're going to give you a week off. You will be back in the team next week, um, but we're going to give you a week off just to freshen you up because we're not convinced you fully over that the issues with the, the, the big head knock he copped. And I guess the, the proof will be there if he doesn't play for his Queensland Cup side this weekend. That would, that would suggest that what Kevy is saying is correct and that he's being rested. If he plays Queensland Cup, that would suggest that he's been dropped mm. because you're not going to play a guy if you're resting. Yep. So... We'll see. Look, Jordan Pereira is a very capable replacement. He's played three or four games for this year, and he's played really well. In fact, I think his last game was against the Eels when we beat them about a month ago, and he was pretty solid. He was up against Mike Acevo, so it was a pretty tough assignment, and he, he did pretty well. So um, hopefully he can do the job on Thursday night. All right. Uh, well, on to some beer bets. Uh, you all lost and moved a few beers around. I think uh, Smokes gained two, Phantom lost two, and Principal stayed on the same. So, I wish uh, I'd lost that beer bet with you, Phantom. I do. I got it. Yeah. I got it. What's your beer bet? Rooster's 20 plus. Oh, taken. How, tell me you're putting lots on this. Eight. Oh, done. And you know what? Principal will take it too because you are no chance of beating them by that much in Melbourne. No chance. Not going to happen. You are throwing beers away. Thank you. I'll enjoy drinking them on Saturday night figuratively. No. Uh, yeah. Just make sure you record that last minute and play it back next week. Just all right, Smokes. Uh, you'll be a bit. All right, my be a bit is going to be 
Um, that Roosters twenty plus by by about five o'clock on Saturday afternoon, the top eight will be sealed because Manly are going to beat Canberra this Ooh, weekend. I don't want to take Four that because I think that's going to happen. Four beers. Manly are a bogey side of Canberra. Canberra's form, whilst they've won their last couple of games, they scraped home against a pretty ordinary Dragons team, and they struggled to knock off Newcastle, who are in a fight for the wooden spoon. I don't think they're going that well. And, and I don't think Manly's going to win, though. I, I think you're right. Like ever since that, uh, I'm not going to take. True. I'm not going to take. But that now there's bit. a bit of pressure on. Now there's a bit of pressure on Des because they're starting to question whether he's the right man to coach them. So he's the kind of coach who'll he'll use that as fuel. So I've got a feeling they might knock him off. Uh, I reckon Raiders. Uh, Principal uh, will take that bet, of course. So yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, okay, and then we'll have to. Oh, I think no, I've, I know what his is going to be. Whiten to, get a, whiten to get a hat-trick. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll say Whiten to get a double. No, just to make it a fine, bit, bit fairer. Fine. Eight beers. Yeah, and he can do four beers and we'll both, we'll Jack, both take Jack it. Jack Whiten? Yeah, Jack right? Whiten double. We'll both take it. All right. We'll, we'll try to put something up onto the old Pump Talk Rugby <laughs> League podcast Facebook group. It's the storm. Oh, my God. Thank you. I, I've had a really, really crap week. You just made it better. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Thank you so mm. much. You just... Wait, you can wait. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Going to happen, uh, bro. Mutz is going to tear you anyway. Mutz is going to add another zero to his contract with the Dolphins this uh, this Friday. No, because Hargraves is going to go out there and decapitate him with a flying right arm. As much as I hate to say it, him and Lodge are actually going yeah, really well some, for you pricks at the moment. Something's clicked as soon as Lodge has come in. It's like Hargrove has oh, always it, it been gives solid. Gives you that extra big forward. It gives you an size. extra big forward in the rotation, yeah. and it, it just makes it props win. Props win games, man. You have a good. Well, now that's we've what, got. Again, that's why um, I said Brisbane are missing Carrigan so much. A middle forward. We've got Collins and Takiaho coming back, and they're on our bench this week. So we've got Lodge and Hargrove yeah. starting, and Collins and Takiaho coming off. So we've. Done a yeah, bit of a backflip because we were having short, sharp, fast bench. So that's all we had, and now we're going with the big boppers. So I'm interested to see the power game. Yeah, the power game. Yeah, mm, true. Let's go. All right, moving on to round 24's tips. We've only got a couple of weeks to go until we hit finals, so all the points matter. All right, uh, Broncos Eels Smokes. I'm assuming Broncos. Last chance. I'll go with the heart one last time. Broncos. Last home game of the year too. Eels. Uh, Phantom? Yep, they're the favourites. I've gone those ones. Uh, Panthers, New Zealand Warriors. I'm going to assume Panthers are going to Too good. Yep, all right. Storm, Roosters. Smokes? Storm at home looking... Like I said, I think they're Penrith's biggest danger at the moment. They've hit form at the right time of year. Storm are the favourites. Phantom, you picking Roosters? By about a million points. Well, why don't you change your bet to... Yeah, about a million plus. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Raiders, Sea Eagles. I've tipped Raiders. Uh, Phantom, who's Manly. Manly. I don't agree with Phantom uh, often, but I, well, I'm going, I'm tipping Manly, and there's also a little bit of hope in this tip yeah. as well. Just to, I think there's a bit of hope in both of us here that Manly win, but um, I'm, just to seal things. But so if, if Manly win. Broncos yep. are in the eight, right? It would be almost impossible for the Broncos to miss the eight if Manly win, and it would right. be impossible for the Roosters to miss. Oh, no, it'd yeah, be nearly like impossible. Be... No, there's no way they'd get so, you on four and one of these... Oh, no, they wouldn't get you on four and against. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, basically, it, it pretty much would, would end oh, the Oh, it helps when you get uh, 60-odd added to it in one week. 
doesn't help when you have six yeah. out against thanks, you. Mr. In that thanks, Mr. Thanks, Mr. Tomu. Yeah, thanks, thanks, right. Munster. Uh, asshole. Sharks versus sharks. Bulldogs. Yeah. Ah, Cronulla. Yep, no question. By about, about two million points. You know what? That's that's and not then, a bad bet. And then another interesting oh, one: Rabbitohs versus Cowboys. Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs. Who are you tipping? Um. All right. Phantom. I will go the Cowboys. Why? Just because I I I like the fact that Hammer's going to get some more game time. I'm actually surprised that uh, Cowboys are no, the favourites. Um, are the Cowboys favourites? No. Nah. Confirm. Nah. Confirm. No, nah, Rabbitohs are favourites. Yeah, look, look. Oh, sorry. It, they, sorry. They are because they're at well, home. I'm still surprised and, that and the Cowboys form in Sydney is not the greatest in the world, but I'll, right. I'll, I'll back them in. Sorry, yeah, Rabbitohs. I'm surprised they are the favourites, but anyway, that's fine. Uh, West Tigers, Dragons. Dragons. I'm assuming Dragons. Yeah, yeah, Ben Hunt to win. You can't, you can't back the Tigers after yeah. last week. And then. In the who cares department, Titans. Knights, Knights, Knights. Uh, I'm going to tip the Gold Coast. I think it's their last home game of the year. Um, they're playing. The they're, I think they're but... playing Payne Huss's younger brother, the Gold Coast, in this game. So that might be interesting to see how he stacks up. Saw. It's literally. Saw Huss. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I d- don't know what his. Can't remember what his first name is. Because his brother's name's Payne. So his, uh, his name is Saw. Thanks. Oh, I didn't actually hear you. I didn't actually hear yeah. you. Now, now, I, now I, I, thanks. I thought you said Soul. I thought you said Soul. No. Soul. Thanks, Dad. Okay. Great joke. It was very good. I, yep. I appreciate it now that I actually heard what you said. So, <laughs> edit that so it sounds funny. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I'll be all over that. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. Uh, thank you all for listening. You can find us on Facebook, as I mentioned before. Pub Talk Rugby League podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Later. Go the Broncos and not the Roosters or Raiders.